Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Post Fades and She Stakes. Uh, we took a week off last week. There's just a lot going on. I was in Vegas for work. You were winning so money? I was not. Nope. Did, no. You didn't play, you didn't damage the Vegas economy? Please, no. The Vegas economy wanted my money. I said, no, sir. You walk oh, in you... any you walk in any building in Vegas, there's slot machines greeting you. Not not like, you know, a doorman, slot machines. Oh, yeah. I've only insane. my Vegas experience. I had a layover in in Vegas Airport one time, and mm. there were slot machines there. Fun yes, fact, there is. Did you know the biggest slot machine payout apparently was in an airport? Hmm. This this was told to me secondhand while I was at the Vegas Airport. I don't know if it was real, but it seemed believable, and I bought it. Yeah, I you get well. We stayed at the hotel. Well, I don't even know if I call it a hotel. We were at Caesar's Palace. Which is like the, oh. yeah. This wait, where Julius Caesar used to live? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, he lived. Well definitely lived in America. Um, but it's like, I was like, I don't know, mildly excited for Vegas, but that was then. By the time you get there and then you see everything, you're like, it it feels very fake in a way. Like everything's like so overdone. Everyone's I think so gaudy and bougie for no reason. Well, I mean for a reason, but Dubai, it, yeah, it's, it's just kind of, if I mean, I mean if you're not way. gambling, I feel like it's not a, nearly as fun. And I'm so mad. I found this dope spot. It's called um, Beer Park. And it's a hmm. uh, it's an outdoor uh, second roof, like on a second story roof. Um, beer, like beer park, like beer uh, food and stuff. There's benches you can sit and watch the traffic. Where you can sit, you it's across sit from and the, watch the traffic. You know, well, you did Vegas right when you went and sat and watched the traffic. Didn't spend across, any money, and I sat and watched the traffic. It's across from the Bellagio, so you can see the water fountain thing. Um, but it's cool. It's like a cool view. But like, I sat down. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll get, I'll take a Guinness. And <laughs> this single pint of Guinness was fifteen dollars. Yeah, a single. You could buy a six pack. Yeah, at least at least you could buy probably a 12 pack maybe depends yeah, i was like okay and then i think i bought the one night it was like late i just wanted to like rely it was like my the night before i left to go back i was like just gonna chill out it was with my my manager and then two I two beers and a tip was 40 bucks <laughs> what uh, Yo, the going rate i mean that's the listen, but, vegas they, they don't build those casinos with pennies you know they're they're not cheap it's yeah it's 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 an expensive spot but i, I recommend beer 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 park uh um, 15 dollar guinnesses yeah it was it was cool though i uh i enjoyed my time the bartenders were super chill super like fun to talk to they had like heaters um so you like it was kind of cold but then like you get there and it's like you're immediately warm i had to take my jacket off um it's a nice spot nice spot but it's right on the strip um well, i hope they give you a free 15 dollars guinness for this you know plug and marketing you're giving them what was the bartender's name i forget we were chatting it up i forget what her name is oh well but uh yeah so it was... sounds like you sounds like you found love <laughs> no <laughs> Not quite. Um, I saw a sphere like for a hot sec. It had it had like a MMA um, or a boxing match fight advertised on it. And it looked it was crazy, like how clear that thing is. I'm you know, surprised nobody's to... like 
broken it yet or like thrown a baseball at it and like damaged it you know they're building a sphere in london really but they're like building a sphere in like east london where i used to work actually right where the phillies are going to play the mets in june Hmm. but it's like not it is not like big ben london eye kind of central london this is out there london like East End London, not really very touristy. They have the Olympic Stadium over there where they have the mm. game. That's about it. There's really not much out there. And it's a very weird place to have this sphere. And there's a very, very heavy debate and like very heavy pushback from the community. They do not want the sphere. I can't necessarily blame them. Like you're talking about putting a sphere that works in Las Vegas in the suburbs of London. It's just, it's not a place that's open all the time. Like if I live, if I bought a house, like they're, they're in the moment of like gentrifying the area, but it is a very like suburban area. I'd be mm-hmm. furious. It's like a giant nightlight for the whole city that sleeps at regular hours. But yeah, well, so that's where, that's apparently where the next sphere is going. I, maybe these spheres are just, you know, the government's way of plugging us all over the the world here it's a very yeah it's a very weird but hey listen anyone that's going to the phillies mets game next year in london that's where they want to put a sphere who knows where we're going to be at the sphere construction i just know they're they're fighting it heavy right now but it looks like it's going to happen anyway very weird spot so when you land and you get a hotel in london and you're in central london you're all this and then you realize oh the game is 40 minutes away what am i going to do all the way out there stare at a giant sphere exactly you can only hope, but it probably won't be ready then. So good luck. Not, yeah. uh, I wouldn't recommend it. East I London's think, nothing. Well, I think this. Exciting. I think the sphere is also like you can go inside of it, and they have concerts and stuff. If I'm not mistaken, they do. Yeah, that was yeah. that was part of their their pitch. Trust me, I was I used to work in East London. I used to work literally where they're going to build the sphere. So I was in, you know, I was kind of part of the community. I was a heavily involved community mm. member. I am, I am East London, but. uh uh, so I'm aware, yeah, I, I'm aware of what goes on, and I know that there's been a pitch about, oh, great economy, concerts, love it. They always but, say that. Yeah, I don't know. If it works in Vegas, it's definitely not going to work in the suburbs of London. Well, I mean, people in Vegas, if the sphere didn't keep you up, F1 certainly will, because that'll be there, I think, next next week or this week. Look at you. You're like a Vegas man now. Well, they were doing construction everywhere, so like you couldn't miss it. They already had lights set up and stuff, because they're starting to like... I think 11 at p.m. at night or something like that. So, well, to be fair, I mean, doing an F1 race through the Vegas Strip, that seems like quite the task. Yeah. I wish we were there. That's probably pretty dope to watch. But yeah, and it sucks for people who live there. Also, could never imagine living in like the main part of Vegas, the way how expensive everything is. But Eh, enough about that. More about football when we had a Eagles victory. A very uh, dicey one. Got our blood pressure running. At least. Heartbeat check. Make sure we're alive. Um, Yeesh. What was the score? Be that 28-23. Beat the Cowboys. Um, yeah, that that let's let's walk through that final drive. Uh, how were you feeling? <laughs> I like. I'll paint you a picture. So mm-hmm. we're having the you know Hit we had Picasso. it at work. Yeah, we had it at work. Obviously. I hung around for the first half, you know, get everyone settled, get some drinks, da, 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 to do my thing. I left. So I was like, let me settle in my home. I got to be up early the next day. You know, let me, let me, you know, the game should be, you know, mildly exciting. Hopefully we'll wrap this up. All will be well. Get home. I'm settled in. I'm eating my leftovers as I do. 
sitting on the couch, getting ready for bed, getting a little tired. The dog is in the cage. Everyone's happy. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll go to sleep soon. We'll get a nice solid seven hours. I'm a seven hour kind of guy. That's all you need. Yeah, I agree. Whew. Oh boy. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh my God. Then they they score. All's good. Cowboys have the ball. There's no urgency, no rush. That's fine. We're all good as well. They stop them. Perfect. Life is well. We're fine. No issue. Eagles go three and out. Mm, all right. I'm a little concerned. Now that third down pass play, you, my uh, freshly, you know, freshly hair groomed friend, mm. would you throw a deep ball on third down? What's your, what's your, cause here's my, here's my, here's my two ways of thinking this one. They got three timeouts. You run the ball, the first two downs, you have to run at the third, kill all three timeouts. If that's the way you want to go, that's fine. I can live with that. Second Avenue is you go for the first down, you go for the win. If you're going for the first down, you're going for the win. You need to throw that deep ball at first or second down. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot rely on that deep ball hitting on third down. That just doesn't work. So, that that takes the negative of both options. You give them a timeout and you don't get the first down. You just, you, you can't do that. You have to, you go, you, you got to understand you're going with one or the other. You're going to be super aggressive to get the first down and win the game, or you're going to be very mild, very conservative and take all their timeouts. But Brian Johnson goes with option C, which is let me do a little bit of both and fuck it up. Yeah. So we're now oh. going to give the Cowboys ball back with one timeout. And I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm more locked in. I'm a little more concerned, but you know, I got to be up in the early morning. Seven hours is important to me. We're at six and a half at this point. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sweating too much. They have to go the whole length of the field. Great punt. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm not going to be surprisingly honest. great punt. Yeah. I, I forgot we have a new kicker or a new punter. I completely forgot. Very nice punt. And then, oh boy, if this, if you know what, what are the 2023 Eagles? Let me show you this last drive, and that'll sum up what the 2023 Eagles are in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. They had some brutal, brutal pa- penalties. The pass interference, the roughing the passer. Are you kidding me? You cannot let them drive the field. That's one thing. You cannot give them penalties to drive the field and stop the clock. Right. That is another thing. You let them get in the scoring position. Now, the Cowboys, I'm convinced, I stick to this. They're not a good team because then they want to shoot themselves in the foot a couple times. They go backwards in the penalties. But then this is where the fact that they are the 2023 Eagles, they are 8-1 for a reason because I'll give them this. They drive me insane, and I many, many, many times I think they just have so many flaws. And then they come up in big moments. Josh Sweat had the sack of his life. Oh, yeah. And he you know what? against the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. And he had that pick you know six what? last year. Hassan Reddick had a big sack not too long ago. Yep. This team tortures you, and they make you lose your mind, but you got to give them credit. They come up in the big moments, and that sack was the big moment. Now the Cowboys throw on another extra. It was a false start or legal shift or whatever the hell it was to put them back five more yards, but – you know, at that point, once they got the sack, you kind of knew it was over. The time was ticking away. They were running out of time. They weren't really doing much. And ultimately, they completed one more pass on the three-yard line to make you, you know, you know, gulp and sweat it out a little bit more. But they made the tackle and they win the game. This, this game, they won it. But this is the event. This is the pinnacle of the season. You got away with it. You're getting away with it against a couple of good teams because you're in that tough stretch and you already knocked off two teams in your tough stretch. True. 
my biggest concerns play calling brian johnson is cheese man he was rough in the beginning but he's getting better but when it comes to having a lead he cannot save a lead to save oh, i know his 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 clutch time play calling is not good not doesn't have any that. like they're no. they're almost better off not playing with a lead like that, that 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 last drive told you everything you need to know. You need to either kill the timeouts or you need to be aggressive and get the first down. Which one do you want to do? Not in between. I don't understand his play calling with the lead. This team is just killing themselves. It looked like the Jets game all over again at the end. Oh there. my god. You were you were one one fumble not being recovered by your rookie offensive lineman from this being a Jets game. Again, another fumble on like the five yard line. That's three in two weeks. Like you can't keep doing this. They still have too many turnovers. The penalties are one thing, but these turnovers, we talked about this two weeks ago. The turnovers are going to kill this team. They can't rely on just being able to come back on everyone. But now the positive side of that is almost like ridiculous. Brian Johnson's play calling is so bad. The turnovers are so rough, but they just have so much talent that they still manage to win these games. That yeah. Devontae Smith touchdown was beautiful. Ooh. Jalen Hurts made <laughs> made some incredible plays. The offensive line showed up. Yeah. I mean, like there's they have so much talent that they get past these brutal mistakes. Defense looks good. I'm really still concerned about the secondary. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah, maybe I run mean, game defense isn't good. Run defense looks good. Yeah, you know what? I should rephrase Great. that. James Pass Bradbury made a better. nice play. I mean, he, they're they're selective they're selective they're not going to go for a sack record but they will get sacks in the right moments if you look around the league there's really not a lot of teams that are crazy with like there, there'll be one team like a week that has like six or seven sacks but like i think for the most part sacks are down this year because quarterbacks are i saw a thing they said quarterbacks are getting the ball out a lot faster this year but i mean they don't want to get crushed it's just this but you know what's crazy we have pretty much I, – I forget when we lost the Commanders, but it was right around this time. We have pretty much the same exact record now as we did last year. And now my my uh, freshly cut friend. Are you an optimistic person? Because I'm kind of – I've always been a guy like, hey, listen, good teams find a way to win. These grimy wins probably help you. You know, it's good to get tested. The closest game they had all year last year was the Super Bowl, and they lost it. True. They've been in a close game every single week this season. Oh, and yeah. They've pulled out pretty much all of them. But considering they have the same amount of wins, are you more concerned that they're having this amount of turnovers, that they have this amount of penalties, this amount of close games, close games that they shouldn't be in? They – that the Cowboys game was closer. The first half was close. The second half was not. I thought we looked so much better than the Cowboys, minus those last two drives. Are you where are you at? Are you Mr. Positive? Are you Mr. Good teams find a way to win? These grimy wins will help us going forward. Or are you we are leaving teams way too close? We're not that good. We're lucky to win these games. We're right around the same record as we were last year. Yes. What are you tilting towards? Honestly, a little bit of everything you mentioned. I'm definitely in the positive. Like, they've won. Sorry, not they're eight they, one. They're they, the best team in football. They're eight one. They're best team in football. Best record in football. And if a team shuts out the passing game, they can run the ball. If a team shuts out the running game, they will throw on you. If the offense is struggling, the defense usually steps up. If the defense is struggling, the offense finds a way to score more points. So 
they're they're very much a team where they can figure it out and they can adapt on the fly. I'm concerned about fourth quarter play calling. Um, I'm concerned about Jalen's health, his knee. I'm concerned about losing Goddard for four or five weeks. That's a tough one. Um, I'm concerned about the secondary. Slay looks like he's getting a little old. Bradbury's been getting he'll he'll get torched and then he'll make a nice play and then he'll get beat for a touchdown. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Um, my buddy Kevin Byard is looking like it's taking him a little while to get used to the playbook. He's not he's I not always that. he made some good tackles. I think he played better against Dallas, but he still got um beat up a little bit in the past. Uh hoping he I mean, settles that's in. a that's a trade we're gonna grade in the in the playoffs. I think he'll be I think when it comes to, yeah, I think when it comes to the playoffs, he, he will be a difference maker in, in the defense. Like so I'm not concerned about Byard at all. I just think it's no. gonna take him some time to get used to the system. I'm more concerned. Coverage. I mean I, I I've been saying this for a couple of years. I'm more concerned about these top notch corners that we're playing top notch money to. I know James Radbury made a play in a crucial moment and that was good and all, but he also got torched a couple times throughout that yeah. game. And he's been getting torched a lot all season. Same thing with Slay. Slay's been getting torched a couple times. He had that nice, uh, that nice interception a couple weeks ago. That that you know that was really key. But you you expect a little bit more. And I, but I don't know. This team frustrates me. They come up in the big moments. That's why we're eight and one. But man, they they put themselves in these situations they shouldn't be in. I, That's what I'm, I'm. I'm waiting for. So I'll flip it back on you. Like I'm still waiting for the game where they blow so a team out of the water. We, where's our yeah. forty to nothing game? We haven't had that yet. Um, or you know where the defense is scoring, you know, a touchdown, picks, you know, fumble recoveries, eight sacks. We're not getting any of that. We're not getting. Jalen's yeah, had some really good game. games. And Swift's had some really great games. AJ's had his. He had that six games in a row. But but what, yeah, no, you're right. When is it all going to come together? We're in week nine now. I know we're eight and one. But when is the defense going to show up and so, the offense going to show up in the same exact game? We've played some cupcakes. Don't get me wrong. We've played some cupcakes that they should have smashed. Yeah. And it's just been every single game has been way closer than it should have been. I'll give you the rival. Like, I'll give you NFC East. Those games can always be close or they can be blowouts. That's really a, a coin flip. So, I don't know. The Washington close games is not something I'm like really looking at. But, yeah, I, I the way I look at it, and I'll ask you because I – I think this is just who this team is, but nine weeks in, we've seen nine games of this team We're going to the bye. Obviously, this week is this is this the team? Like this is our twenty twenty three Eagles who are going to go into the playoffs and try and win a Super Bowl. Who win really scrappy? They'll find a way to win, but it's not pretty. You know, they'll keep you on the edge of your seat, and you never know if they're actually playing to their potential at any point. I think that's kind of what this team is this year i don't think we're ever going to see them be play a completely clean game of you know up to their standards i I just don't think that we're going to get that this year well i mean i think there's a lot of stock and they had two brand new coordinators and actually credit credit sirianni because you had two brand new coordinators coaching coach of the year votes i think or like credit i'll give credit to sirianni for this like I know Brian Johnson was the quarterback's coach. He was in the building, but this this is different. Like you are now the coordinator, you're calling plays and everything. He has two brand new coordinators, and they are the same exact record they were last year. You're the best team in football. Credit Sirianni for what he's doing. And you know what? Credit the locker room. Like they have a veteran team. Granted, they've made a lot of bad mistakes, 
the turnovers are something they have to clean up. That will catch up to them. If they don't stop that, that will catch up to them shortly. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't th- I don't think this painful, like sweat it out every game kind of team is what what we have. I I'll be Mr. Optimistic. You know, I, I I'll say I'm leaning towards their an eight and one team, not a team that should be four and five, but they've gotten lucky, you know, a couple of games. I think there is some stock in that they're playing these grimy games. Those like you got to play, you know, you got to come down to the wire. You got to find a way to win in the big moments because, listen, they've made a lot of big plays in the big moments throughout the year. Granted, they shouldn't have never been in those moments, but they have been and they made some big plays. And I I think it's present. That sack that Josh Wett had cannot be understated. That was a huge you need it right now. You're in trouble. Not just him. BG. Invisible. Right. For the whole game, and they oh here I am. So I'll give you the, those. I'll give you this. Those three plays made by James Bradbury, Graham, and Sweat were huge. I need to make a play right now to keep this game alive or win this game. And they all three of them. It wasn't one play. It was three plays that won them that game defensively. And all three of them were made. You really can't kill them that much. Sure, they had penalty. You know, they had the pi. They had the uh, rough in the passer. But when it came to winning a game, they made the winning plays. I, and you can't understate yeah. that. And I think that is impressive. And I can't help but look back at the only close game they had last year was the Super Bowl, which they lost. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a veteran team. It's a veteran-tested team. I, I, listen, I, I, I criticize the Eagles more than anyone else, but they're 8-1. and one. The amount of time I've screamed at my TV, you wouldn't believe it, but they're 8-1. and one. They're the best yeah. team in football. And – if I start killing them now and I start jumping off the bandwagon and ripping them apart, I'll probably die early from a heart attack. So I'm enjoying it right now. I need this bye week. My God. Oh, I yeah. had to go, oh, dude, I need to drink after that game. I was like, fuck the seven hours. I'm lucky to get five after that game. The sleep was tough to find, but they're, they're eight and one of the best team in football. I mean, pending a complete disaster, they pretty much have the division wrapped up. They're very close to a one number one seed wrapped up. I'm not scared of anyone in the NFC. Yeah. You figured they go you're three ha- and two over this next tough stretch of games they got. I think they'll I be I mean, fine. you're halfway through you're halfway through your death schedule and you're two and oh, you know. You got I mean, you got the game against the Bills, you got the game against the Chiefs. Um, you're gonna play the, the um uh the Niners, Niners. you're gonna play the the Cowboys again. At Seattle. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not worried about Seattle. But then you Seattle got be, you got like who? You got like Giants twice. Who sucks? Um, They're terrible. Do they play? They play, do they play Arizona? They play another shitty team. You know, like listen, you beat the you're three and zero in the division. Like the one loss you have is a loss you should have never had. But you lost the Jets of all teams to lose to. That was the team to lose to. They're the Jets. They're AFC. They're no one cares about them. It's not even a momentum win. Like if you lose to the Chiefs or the Bills, then I can understand that. You know, a team you might see in the Super Bowl. You lost to that. You lost to the Jets. Who cares? You had a bad week. It happens. They I mean, just need by, to clean by, it up. By, by the end of the year, the Eagles should basically be resting players. But Christmas, we have a nice gift. We play the Giants. Uh, 4.30 game on Christmas. And then, well, 4.30 Eastern United States time. And then uh, uh, New Year's Eve, play the Cardinals. 
All right, so look at that way. So what's what's the next schedule? They have the Bills, the, the Chiefs, the Niners, and the Cowboys in some order, right? That's the we next go, so it's four or five weeks. Ten. Um, we play dun, da, 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 the Chiefs off a of bye okay. on a Monday night. Tough. Oh, so they that get the bye on another day. Um, then they play the Bills, 4 o'clock game. Also tough. Then they play the Niners, another 4 o'clock game. Also tough. Then they play the at Dallas, Sunday night football. Um, realistically, realistically, then Seattle four o'clock. We all have a single one o'clock game the rest of the year. <laughs> I, I I don't really care about Seattle, but the next four games, say you go three and one, I'll give you a loss. You go three and one, but you oh, beat like the Cardinals Niners and Cowboys. If you beat the Niners and Cowboys and go three and one, your next games, your next four games, and you're say what would that be eleven and two? But you got two wins on the Cowboys and a win on the Niners. I think you've all but wrapped up the number one seed in the NFC and the division. Hell, you could go two and two. You could be 10 and three, but have a two wins on the Cowboys and a win on the Niners. You pretty much wrap up the number one seed in the NFC. After these four games, if you play it well, your season's pretty much wrapped up. Realistically, I give them 13 and four. I think one of maybe the last game, they don't play anybody and they lose, you know, that kind of game, but. As long as you listen, as long as you, if you go three and up, 13 and four, that's the one seed in the NFC. Oh, dude, if you beat the Niners and the Cowboys, you could lose to the Bills and Chiefs. Do you still wrap up the number one seed? I'm your backups can beat the Giants, they will, your backups can beat the Cardinals. They will split one of those games. They will, I could kind of see them beating the Chiefs and losing to the Bills just because, you know, Super Bowl hangover loss to them. Yeah, but that one doesn't care. Who cares about that one? Um, it's the Giants and I if you can are not the Giants the, if you can knock off the Cowboys again and the Niners it won't matter yeah the Niners have three losses if you give them their fourth loss and you have a game on them true plus same with the Cowboys I think the Cowboys have three losses now uh-huh. if you give them their fourth loss and you have two games on them like the seasons they're already wrapped up you have the number one seed wrapped up I don't this buy could not come at a better time you're you're two and zero in your death schedule with the Dolphins and Cowboys. Yeah, you've got four more games coming. You need this bye. I mean, uh, hell, I think we all need this bye after that freaking last drive against the Cowboys. We all need a breather. If you can come out and just split the Bills and Chiefs and beat the Niners and Cowboys, your season is your regular season's wrapped up. You're where you need to be. You can get healthy. You can start skipping. You know. Hassan Reddick doesn't have to play this game. You know, Lane Johnson doesn't have to play that game. It doesn't really matter. You'll have you'll have two games on everyone in the NFC plus the tiebreaker. Like, who else in the NFC are you scared of? Nobody. Lions are like, could, eh. not, and the Niners. Uh, I'm just scared of the Niners worry, in a sense. But. but if you beat the Niners, that'll pretty much wrap up the number one seed for you. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean... This is the weirdest I've ever felt at eight one. Yeah, I'm... it's. But hey, eight wins is eight wins. Listen, good teams find a way to win, and I'm sticking to that. Yeah, um, but uh, I do think it's in like not to. We've already spent way a lot of time on this, but it's so interesting that ESPN, all the media outlets. It's not about wow the Eagles found a way to hold on to win. It's wow the Dallas Cowboys lost because they couldn't come you know co- convert on a couple inches to go plays. I'm like, 
They're like, oh, the Cowboys should have won. They were dominating. I was like, the only dominating in yards. The Eagles were winning most of that game. Like they were up. Well, to be fair, two yeah, scores I mean, at one point. Like, come on. We we were much better, but the Cowboys, jeez, man, they between the catching the ball on the half inch yard line for the touchdown that they didn't get, Dak stepping stepping out of bounds, the two yeah. point yard conversion, the uh, the, the Cowboy mistakes. Man. Typical. Oh boy, the the penalties they had on that final drive. Oh yeah, yeah. The last two drives, the penalties they had. I, I agree with you. I mean, it's the Cowboys though. They get too much yeah, love, but of course, they just kill themselves. And oh, until yeah. that stops happening, I'm not buying the Cowboys for a second. No, never. But elsewhere around the league, let's all the way down and take you around the league. Week nine. So we start off Thursday night. Steelers beat the Titans 20 to 16. Not really much to say about that game. Um, we had our Germany game. Chiefs beat the Dolphins 21-14. Chiefs defense has uh, really come to play when their offense has been pretty pretty quiet this past couple of games. But hey, listen, that was that was an Eagles win right there. The, they the Chiefs and Eagles are very similar high. this year. Yeah, but you know what? This is the Chiefs from last year. They just get they this I think this was the difference between the Chiefs and Eagles last year. The Chiefs had a, the number one seed, but they didn't look pretty doing it. They didn't have any style points. They just kind of won some games. They dropped a couple bad ones. Remember when they lost the Colts in week four or week three or whatever? But they kept winning. They kept griming it out. And then they got to the Super Bowl and then they beat the Eagles, where the Eagles were just dominant all year. I'm okay with these Grammy wins. The Chiefs, I mean, dude, they had a 21 point lead and they almost blew it. That's true. And sure. pulled it out at the end. I mean, that's a grimy win. And the Chiefs pull it off. Why can't the Eagles get praised for it? Fair. Uh, Vikings beat the Falcons 31-28. They had a – I think it was a rookie who started for the Vikings. And then uh, he got knocked out of the game. Josh Dobbs just got traded off four, four games, five games of practice, not even. And uh, led them to a, a victory, comeback victory. How about that? Good for Dobbs. I like him. Yeah. Smart, smart guy. He's like an aerospace engineer, some crazy shit. But he's a very likable guy. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Saints took care of the Bears, twenty-four to seventeen. Um, I'm gonna be honest; I didn't watch any of this game, so I, I don't know who was playing quarterback, what happened. But why? Well, who? Who cares? The, yeah. Like <laughs> this, this could not be more of a who cares kind of game. The fact that somebody has to win the NFC South division. They're all garbage. <laughs> like, I, I mean, really, you could say the same thing about the NFC in total. I, I actually think it's wild that, like, it's like the Bengals or Ravens. One of them is going to get a wild card spot, or the Dolphins or the Bills. One of them's getting a wild card spot. Yeah, or like the Buccaneers, Falcons, Saints, and Panthers. One of them is going to win a division. Yeah, it's I the Bucks. I mean. I think the Vikings could make it, honestly. And the Bucks don't look too bad either. So but speaking of, um the Bucks actually lost a shootout to the Texans, 39-37. The <laughs> CJ Stroud is he's oh, a rookie of the year. He looks great. I I gotta say I, I, extremely impressed. You know what? Hats off to him. I don't want to get too much into this because I might, you know delve into him a little bit later going oh. forward oh name me a better first year head coach first year quarterback combo than D'Amico Ryans and um CJ Stroud in the last 10 years 
I yeah. love D'Amico Ryan's when he yeah. was available as co- like you know head coach this past offseason. Loved him. Such a good player. He was a leader. He had a cup of coffee with the Eagles. He was doing his thing. Very good player, very good leader. Loved him as a coach. Obviously, he was architect of a well, I wouldn't say architect, but took over and led an incredible defense of the Niners. I don't think you find me a better, more, you know, impactful first year head coach and quarterback combo. I, I don't I can't think of one. No, I've I've been impressed. I, I'm more impressed with Stroud than than Ryan's. I thought Ryan's was gonna be a good good coach. So but yeah, I mean he threw for five touchdowns. When's the last time you saw three pl- three players on the same offense have over hundred receiving yards in one game? Yeah, Dalton That's Schultz, true. the tight end, who I dropped his ass week three of fantasy and he's been going off ever since. I dropped him last week. Let alone, I've started him the entire season. I dropped him last week. That didn't even bench him. I literally dropped him. Uh, I I couldn't believe it. Um, Tank, I think Tank Dell was the other one, and then another guy. I'm not remembering his his name offhand, but he also had a hundred. So they're they might be sneaking in the wild card. Who knows? Oh, okay. Cat, listen. Cat, give we're credit. Going to podcast. Get out of here. The Houston Texans were a train wreck of an organization, and. For the most part, everyone was kind of dumping on their uh, trade to get Will Anderson uh, during the draft. But listen, you're a first year guy. If you like a couple of people in the draft, go get them because you know you might not last till next year when you know Marvin Harrison's available. And if you can go get Will Anderson and CJ Stroud, go get them. And maybe that first round pick you're trading away next year is 15 instead of two or whatever, yeah. or three or whatever it was. All right. Um... So where were we? Uh, the 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 Bucks Texans. The I was surprised this one. Ravens smacked the Seahawks thirty-seven to three. Uh, Ravens thought, are legit. They are. They are. I'm willing to say they're the best team in the AFC. Maybe the best team uh, in the behind the Eagles. I'm not going. I'm not going that far. The Chiefs still exist, but yeah, they're mm-hmm. number two. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, you know what this the Ravens are? They're like. Every, all offseason, I heard about, you know, to, oh, Todd Mullen. Oh, God, no more Gus. Oh, Lamar is going to oh all the passing game talk. Lamar is is looking good. Defense looks even better, but Lamar looks good. Yeah. I yeah. won't say they're the Ravens 2000 defense, but that Ravens 2000 defense had Trent Dilfer at quarterback. This Ravens defense has uh, it's Lamar Jackson. So I think they're they're definitely going to be a problem. That's true. That's true. Um, Commanders beat the Patriots twenty to seventeen. That was uh, interesting. <laughs> um, Packers beat the Rams without Matt Stafford thirty or twenty to three. Rams just signed Carson Wentz. It's interesting. Wow, interesting. I actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Full All right, circle. so what do you say? I started the Eagles, uh, the Eagles talk. Thoughts about Carson Wentz getting signed by the Rams? I don't think he's going to see the field, but no, you don't sign him unless you expect him to play. I mean, how long is Stafford out for? Do you think Stafford calls it a career after the season? You, I mean, you don't just bring in Carson Wentz for no reason. I don't know, but Puka and uh, and Cooper Cup. That's like the. The best receivers he's probably had. Uh, can't think of. Uh... It's it's a very like I don't 
it's a very interesting move that I, I almost don't understand it. Like <laughs> the Vikings, Kirk Cousins get hurt. You go trade for Josh Dobbs of low risk. You know, you know what he is. Journeyman quarterback. Yeah. The Rams, like Stafford gets hurt. He's probably not out very long. And you bring in Carson Wentz, who, you know, former MVP front runner, you know, a lot of baggage, been out of the league. Like, I'm just, I'm confused on the move. Why, why don't you just bring in a guy like a Josh Dobbs, a, you know, Nick Mullins, a, uh, one of those type of guys. Nick why, Mullins. why did you, but like this, <laughs> I mean, this is what, this is the level of quarterback you would expect them to bring in. Carson Wentz is someone that put, raises your eyebrow. Do they think Stafford has had it with injuries? He's got his ring. He's got his accolades. He's got his money. You call quits. They've got a team that's ready to win. Maybe Wentz figures it out next year. I, I this this is a move for next year. Maybe I, I have to think. They I got mean, no besides picks. besides Rogers, I mean Stafford's got to be one of the oldest quarterbacks still in the league. So if I was so, him, I mean, all the injuries he's had lately, and then looking at the trajectory of the Rams, like they're not going to do anything next year. So I I might call it a career, honestly. You say, wait, you say it's not. They're not going to do anything next year, but you still have guys like Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, like you said. Aaron Donald's still playing as far as I know. He might retire too. I mean, Sean McVay, I know we want to talk about him going to Fox and does TV personality and Tony Romans making this much money and blah, 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 blah. But this guy's young. He loves football, clearly. Maybe he's like, you know what? Next year I have Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, and my genius mind. Let me bring a quarterback in that has some talent that I know I can win with. I, I don't know. It's a very weird move. I I, ha, I don't I don't know how to feel about that move. Well, not to labor on this too much, but in like 20 years, do you think we'll look back at this Rams team with Sean McVay and be like, yeah, they were kind of like the Toronto Raptors of the NFL. Like they just put together like a couple, basically a super team. I mean, Kawhi, well, they weren't a super team. They had Kawhi Leonard, but, you know, they just had one really good r- run and won championship and then besides that they really weren't able to do too much like well no no i i mean they i mean they were in the super bowl before they won the super bowl yeah but all, all like i'm saying like all this like everything they've given away entire draft classes they've spent all of their money they've spent giving away and everything they had just to get certain players and then all of this for one super bowl like it's a lot they, they did a lot to, to get to that oh game. no listen you're you're right but I mean, the difference between them and the Raptors were irrelevant almost to the point before Kawhi and got Maybe, played, yeah, it might not have been the best example, but I meant more I'd of say like look the single at the other championship. Way. Look, at, look at the other way. I mean, I know it was a different team, but they had Aaron Donald. They had a better offensive line. They had Todd Gurley, but they had Jared Goff. Now you got better wide receivers. Your defense is, you know, Aaron Donald's still there if he's still playing. Can Carson Wentz do what Jared Goff did and get you to a Super Bowl? And I, I don't know. I, I don't think this... I don't think it's a move for right I don't now. Think so. I, don't think so. I think Carson Wentz is more of a remove for next year. I think he's just insurance at this point if if they get another injury. But Listen, you can get cheaper insurance that doesn't have a name like Carson Wentz if you want to do that. Josh Dobbs just could trade to the Vikings for a seventh round pick. I don't know, man. No, no. Um elsewhere, Browns. Well, <laughs> Browns beat the Cardinals 27-0. We were joking because we were like, wow, Cardinals plus 13, and then they actually uh, didn't cover. Yeah, my so. my lock my <laughs> lock did not look good. Better defense right now, Browns or Ravens? 
I'm still taking the Browns. They have Miles Garrett. Fair enough. Darius Smith. I'd take the Ravens. I think they're better on both levels. Oh, offensively, yeah. Defensively, no, 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 I'm defensively, taking the Browns. Defensively, on all levels. I like. I love that. You know what? You know what? Raven, Ravens secondary, yes. Browns front seven, front four. Uh, yeah, I'll say front I'll take four. Browns Miles front Garrett. four. I'll take Miles Garrett and then the rest Ravens. Give me the Browns front four and then the back seven of the Ravens. But the Ravens, the Ravens, uh, they remind me of the. I mean, I'm not going to bring it up, but I did. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch the Bullies of Baltimore podcast or not podcast? The thirty uh, thirty. No. They had the literally the three la- layers of the you know 2000 Ravens defense. Goose, beloved, RIP, poor one. Okay. Moose and Ray Goose, Lewis. That. Ray Lewis, obviously. And then Charles Woodson, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And you like, I'm, I'm not going to disrespect it and say like they're similar, but you know, Mar- Marlon Humphrey. Love him. Roquan Smith. Good player. I mean, you have a, I mean, you have a different mixture of gooses. I won't say you have one goose, but. There is some uh, there is some similarities, but again, that Ravens team didn't have Lamar Jackson. Uh, I like the Ravens better defense, better team. Okay. Um, jumping through quickly here, Colts beat the Panthers twenty-seven to thirteen. Who cares? Game. Obviously, Eagles beat the Cowboys twenty to three. Um, Go Birds. Raiders stomped the Giants, who lost Daniel Jones for the year again. <laughs> Uh, 30 to 6 and Antonio Pierce former I mean we grew up watching him former linebacker of the Giants now the head coach of the Raiders taking over for Josh McDaniels nice nice first win top five coaching debuts Antonio Pierce shitting on his former team yeah especially with the train wreck the Raiders had before he he took over like like I was mentioning with the CJ Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, I mean, without putting much thought into it, I can't name a better debut by a coach than that right there. Yeah. Fair. Take fair. it for what it is. Yeah, fair. Um the Bengals really were in control of most of this game. They beat the Bills 24 to 18. Bills look kind of rough right now. I'm a little worried about them. Um and then the Chargers took care of business 27-6 over the Jets on Monday Night Football. This doesn't Fair enough. What have we got? Well, I mean, I don't care about your negativity. I'm I'm staying in a good mood. I, I'm I'm sticking to these these wins are making us better. They they're making us stronger. Mm-hmm. And good teams find a way to win. Okay. So my third stud going to kick off this list is one of those uh it's coming from one of those uh afc north teams i was just talking about uh you know another young guy you, this this list this week is very young for the studs okay guy that came out of nowhere in an absolute beatdown. we're gonna go with keontae mitchell and now dakota i know you don't do the research like i do so you probably don't know who he is he's Educate from east me. carolina okay he had Ooh. nine carries that's that was a carry less than his quarterback had for 138 yards and a tutty mm-hmm. in a 37 to 3 win against the Seahawks. Listen, man, when your number's called, when it's your moment, you take it and you run with it. He had a 60 yard run, looked really good doing it. And this was not some pushover team they played. They went and ran it up on a very good NFC. I'd say you could argue the third best team in the NFC 
arguably. Top five in the NFC, yeah. He, oh, it's easily top five. So yeah, we're gonna go with Keontae Mitchell. I mean, this some some stud weeks are better than others. This one was kind of weak, but Keontae Mitchell deserves it. I think so. Moving on, we're gonna go with another guy uh, who I actually I referenced a couple times. We mentioned trading for guys like Carson Wentz, who have a name, who have expectations, and everything. But listen, man, when you get traded in the middle of the week. And then you go 20 of 30, you come in, in in relief, you barely know the team, you 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 get lost going to the locker room. They had to go guide you, hey, this is the locker room. You go throw for 158 yards, you throw for two touchdowns. You're over there throwing passes to guys, and then they get in the huddle and be like, hey, my name's Josh, by the way. I'm the one that threw the ball to you. Oh, nice to meet you, Josh. My name's TJ. I'm the one that caught the ball. Oh, really? Good, good to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, dude, you come out there. And win a 31 to 28 shootout. And man, like who would have thought? You can't you can't take it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's 66 yards rushing <laughs> and a tutty. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Holy. You get trained in the middle of the week and then go put up three touchdowns in a game you weren't even expected to show up in. Not even show up in, but appear in. Yeah. Man, Josh Dobbs low-key is having low-key is having an incredible year. He wasn't bad with the Cardinals. Yeah, I I honestly throw the vote. Throw the vote. (laughs) Let's be honest. Like, he wasn't bad with the Cardinals. There's a certain point where when you're a backup quarterback, they eventually catch on and you start sucking. But they traded him immediately when that was starting to happen. Like, he was decent, pretty good. He beat the Cowboys. And then he got traded right once he was starting to suck. Yeah, but you know what? People were catching on. Josh Dobbs was about to lose his magic. People were catching on. Yeah. They get traded. He's introducing himself in the huddle. He doesn't even know people's names. <laughs> he got lost going to the stadium. He had to get an Uber. That's crazy. But Josh Dobbs puts up a nice W. Good for him. Good for him. I was very, very impressed and shocked by that one. Yeah. So good for him. Josh Dobbs, you're the number two stud this week. So number one stud, this this was a surprise. This was a hell of a, hell of a turnout right now. Mm-hmm. Man went 30 for 42. 470 passing yards. Not one. Mm. Not two. Mm. Not three. Mm. Not four. Uh. Shoot LeBron James. Not five. Oh, wait, no, yeah. It was five. Five (laughs) passing touchdowns. Mm. Man, in a 39 to 37 game, rookie quarterback showed up. Not to mention... He was playing well all year, and then last week lost to the Panthers against you know his childhood friend Bryce Young or whatever, and balled out the next game after a down game. Like that's for his to be a rookie quarterback and do that. Hats off, dude. Like they just they literally said CJ Stroud, here's the ball. You're gonna figure this out. They had 53 yards rushing. <laughs> you already mentioned Noah Brown, 153 yards. Dalton yep. Schultz, 130. Mm-hmm. Tank Dell, 114. Yep. They threw 407 yards. They had 53 rushing. In a 39-37 to 37 game, their defense wasn't doing any favors for them. C.J. Stroud, man. Well done. Well done. Yeah, seriously. Well done. That was, that was one of the most impressive. I think he broke. I mean, he did break Andrew Luck's. Uh, I know it was like the... 
passing yards record, I would have to assume it was the passing touchdown record. I can't imagine anyone's getting five. He either tied or broke some kind of a Mahomes record, year. too. Yeah. His rookie year, at least. No rookie was ever thrown for more than 470 or five touchdowns. So, no. really, really impressive, man. He looks awesome. Well done to the Texans. This time last year, I think we were talking about how much of a train wreck the Texans were and how awful of a franchise they were. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. They got a good coach and a good passer. CJ Stroud breaking the Ohio State curse, it looks like. Hell of a performance. Mm-hmm. And listen, records are important and all, but number one stud on my list, now that's something to talk about. The Texans were so bad last year that nobody realized how they had these players that were so talented because they were just abysmal. But a lot of them are stepping up. Like A lot of them are playing really well. Well, I mean, Tank Dell is a rookie. I, I don't know who No Brown is, but you know, there's there's some names. Well, they're playing as a, a solid team. So, CJ Stroud, incredible performance. Honestly, incredible performance. Him with really, the really, really impressive. Who would have fucking thought? Could you imagine a stud list with CJ Stroud, Josh Dobbs, <laughs> and <Kelsey> Mitchell? <laughs> what? No, I, I, what are the odds? They got to be like plus 60,000 on that. I, oh, what a list to say the least. Love it. I love right, it, though. Well, Here for it. All right. We'll have a drink because we're moving into the sad part. I got to say, I watched this game from finish to end. I, I didn't have to go into work till later today. Finished? So I had you to watched time. from finish to end? Yeah, you know. It's, Start it's to a finish? London thing. No, it's a London thing. Finish to it end. Finishes, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah when it's it finishes, I watch it to the end. That's, okay. You wouldn't understand. Okay. So th- this was one game I did. I watched the whole thing the next morning as I do in London. You know, time difference. All right. And I watched this game, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers end, is yeah. he is a four-time MVP. I think he's extremely overrated, but he is incredible sure. quarterback. Yes. This offense has a lot of talent on it. You know, you have Garrett Wilson, you got Brees Hall, you got Dalvin Cook. But this it isn't Zach Wilson. Like it is not just Zach Wilson. This offense sucks. They are so bad. They have like your best offensive player has a bad fumble. You got numerous like penalties, numerous bad. Brees Hall had three point one rushing yards. Dalvin Cook is three and a half. Like this team sucks offensively. Zach Wilson got sacked eight times. Hmm. Like this was brutal against the Chargers defense, who's been terrible this year. Exactly, exactly. You're not you're not wrong. Now you might think like, who am I going to pull out of this you know this disgusting mess of nonsense? And you're not going to expect this, but my third stud is going to be Alan Lazard. I love it. I hate Alan who Lazard. Had, <laughs> who had two penalties for holding and illegal formation and two brutal drops. Attaboy, and now Lazard. here's my thing. Now, now, now that I dropped the name, let me let me bring it all together. Okay, I'm convinced that this Jets team is. A nine and seventeen. Oh, Al Lazard, who is your wide receiver too, stinks. Garrett he's... Wilson has played very well. I mean, yeah. minus his bad fumble, he's still putting up numbers for you know playing with Zach Wilson. Which yeah, we we know Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson, and we get that. But Al Lazard has had plenty of opportunities. The guy just had many penalties, many drops. He's been in the, the league for sucks. for so long that he hasn't done anything because he sucks. I remember he's our first so bad. Our first year of doing the podcast, we had Josh on for a fantasy football thing. And he was saying, oh, check on Alan Lazard. He might be a 
a star is born this year. And I was like, no, he's garbage and he will stay garbage. One he of my sucks. smartest takes. He's been terrible. And he's like weirdly he's... cocky for being garbage. Like I'm just like, who are you? Al Lazard had two receptions for 18 yards. He had two penalties. He also he, had he two drops. Yeah, he does he suck. And like sucked on the Packers, more... sucked on the Jets. I'm more like I'm more putting him at number one dud because like he was handpicked as Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers. I need him before I sign here, even though I'm going here anyway. And the dude sucks. Like Aaron Rodgers is not the problem that you you know. That Aaron Rodgers not being there is not the reason you suck. You just suck because you suck. And I watch this team and I watch this game fully. I'm fully confident that I'd say like this is a nine and seven team even with Aaron Rodgers. I'll be, I'll go this far because you know the comparison I think that was is a Tom projection. Brady, yeah, Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers and wins the Super Bowl immediately. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, good team, good weapons, blah blah. I'm sticking to this. Zach Wilson is closer to Aaron Rodgers than Aaron Rodgers is to Tom Brady. Well, okay, Tom Brady also was winning Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers won one Super Bowl. Oh yeah, without a doubt, and he's not a guy that's going to elevate Alan Lazard, who he handpicked as his guy. Weird. His other guy, Randall Cobb, couldn't even get active or get on the field. Mm-hmm. And Lazard was just, you know, they had no other choice. They're like, well, shit, we just signed a whole bunch of Packers wide receivers. We have no one else. We have to put someone out there. So they put Alan Lazard out there to drop two passes and have two penalties. This Jets team stinks. Their offensive line is brutal. Their defense is incredible. I, oof, Their defense is really good. Really, really, really good. I, I can't underestimate that. There's no reason they have four wins. Very, very, very impressive. But Aaron Rodgers is not fixing this offense. This offense has bigger problems than Zach Wilson. And Alan Lazard is this Alan Lazard is your number two is the quintessential problem for this deep their offense. So my number three dud is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he got all he got a long sorry, speech. Because you know what? I was watching that game and I was like, Aaron Rodgers isn't fixing this. Like this team, this offense sucks. Like the there's nothing there. He got set. Zach Wilson got sacked eight times. Alan Lazard had two drops and two penalties by himself. Yeah, Garrett Wilson yeah. had a fumble. Yeah, it's just it, this the team, the offense, the offense is so brutal. They're not missing Aaron Rodgers. They just suck. Moving oh, on. Well, now I'm I'm glad I got that out of my system. I, yeah, I am. I, okay. I needed to. I really needed to. Moving on to another quarterback. This quarterback, like Josh Dobbs, was given a chance. Came up, you know, this was his moment. Let me show up. Let me do my thing. Ironically enough, it was against Josh Dobbs. The Falcons finally decided to bench Desmond Ritter. They got all this talent, man. They got the generational tight end, Kyle Pitts. They've got a first-round generational running back in B. John Robinson. I know he didn't play, but Drake London is still a guy. They got a good offense. He's, yeah, line. he's not. He's not just a guy. He's good. Well, he didn't play, but we talked to Billy. They, they, you know, the Falcons gave McGrady twelve or twenty million a year for a guard. Debatable, but there's mm. talent on that team. And you know what? I'm sure Arthur Smith was giddy to bring out someone that wasn't Desmond Ritter <laughs> and throw the ball thirty eight times. But Taylor Heineke, who's not a bad quarterback, who I, actually I didn't think was a bad quarterback, goes twenty eight one for thirty eight. Mm. A tutty, an interception, 268. Like, dude just completely shit the bed. He had his moment, and he was outshined by another guy who was given a moment who was traded there two days ago. Yeah. 31 to 28 shutdown, you know, showdown. 
Taylor Heineke has to be the guy that shows up, not Joshua Dobbs. It has to be Taylor Heineke, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, was it Desmond Ritter or just, you know, it probably was Desmond Ritter, but Heineke's probably the same as Desmond Ritter. They both stink. So Taylor Heineke, you're my second dud. You stink. Now, my first dud, and this one, I got to be honest, this is two weeks brewing because you were out there in Vegas, you know, having $15 Guinnesses and mm. taking all the casino's money and everything in between. Sounds Sleeping right. in the bed that Julius Caesar slept in. Now, the, I was gonna do a yeah. I was gonna do a special episode. It's actually funny that you were in Vegas because I was gonna do a special Duds episode where I only took Vegas players. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, the GM, and Josh Daniels because they all lost their job. And as you know, what's the key to getting on the Dud list? You know, losing yeah. your job. Yeah. But <laughs> when your team, who was hit rock bottom and is an embarrassment, goes out and just bushwhacks another team immediately when you're gone. Whew, you got to look at yourself and think, damn, I must suck. The Raiders had a clonic, just a full clonic, and just got rid of all the evil in their whole organization. They got rid of the quarterback, the GM, and the coach. But you know what makes it even sweeter is that Antonio Pierce has a whole speech about how his 07 Giants beat the Patriots, and Josh McDaniels got upset because, you know, he strokes himself off to Tom Brady sports cards and Bill Belichick's short sleeve sweatshirt posters. And he still fantasizes about how great that Patriots offense was. And what does Antonio Pierce does? He goes and takes his motivational speech and his new job and beats his old team to the living daylights. And they go and crush the giants who don't get me wrong. The giants suck, but this Raiders team also sucked. As soon as Josh McDaniels is gone, the Raiders go and destroy the next team they see. So McDaniels, this just makes you look even worse than you already did. And it already looked pretty rough for you because I'd never done this before. And thank God that Dakota was out in uh, Vegas spending $15 on Guinness because otherwise I would have had a back-to-back week first, you know, number one dud in Josh McDaniels. But Josh McDaniels takes the number one dud spot this week, mostly because his his successor took his – team and they went and destroyed the first team they saw without josh mcdaniels so josh mcdaniels go home collect your tom brady cards fantasize about how much you love bill belichick i'm sure he'll be calling in the offseason but you're the number one dead this week all right cheers to i mean it's got to be pretty ass if you're out of the league and you're getting on the dud list so i mean uh listen you lose your job you're on the list. i gotta so, imagine I got to imagine this is his what, second or third head coaching chance and he's failed again. He's got, there's no way anyone gives him another head coaching chance. This was also the thing. I mean, you were in Vegas doing your thing, so I didn't get to really touch into it, but this is his second failed coaching appearance. Yeah. I can't think of a single head coach off the top of my head that has failed twice. Yeah. Well, is what it is. You suck, you suck. So. Moving on, do a real quick uh, too much whiz here because we run a bit long in the tooth on this episode. But um, so just give me a yes or no. No, no explanation, just a yes or no. I listen, it's been a week. So too I much all stored up. Too much whiz. The Bills will make the play. Well, excuse me. The Bills will miss the playoffs and the Texans will make the playoffs. Oh, absolutely not. No. Fair. The Bills are are not the juggernaut. I think their window has passed. I think this is the worst Josh Allen team we've ever seen. 
Their defense stinks. Their secondary is awful. It looks old. They're relying on a Von Miller who's 34 coming off a bad injury to save their defense. It's not happening. Josh Allen's reckless. They're not the same bills, but they will make the playoffs. The Texans are a young team who were a train wreck franchise last year. I like Stroud. Hmm. I like Ryan's, but they're not taking over the bills just yet. Okay. Too much whiz. Josh Dobbs will lead the Vikings to a playoff berth. Yeesh. I'm gonna buy that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna buy into it. The lead, that FC is rough. It is. All right. I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy that he makes an appearance. I don't know who else I'm gonna take in the wild card behind that's, Seattle. That's valid. And then finally, too much whiz. The Giants will draft a quarterback in the first round. I'll say first two rounds because I don't know who's going to be available. I'm going to say I'm going to say too much. Was you just signed Daniel Jones to a forty million dollar per year? That was line sucked, but he did not look good this year. But you just signed him. What are you going to do? Like, there's not really much you can do. All All right, moving on. We have our power rankings. So again, we're doing this a little bit live here. So obviously, I think we stay with Eagles at number one. No arguments there. I say Ravens at two. I think they've played better than the Chiefs this year. I'm not going to fight you on it. I mean, they're obviously two and three, but we know who the Chiefs are. They just beat the Dolphins. I'd still lean toward the Chiefs because we know who they are, but I, I wouldn't fight you. They're two and three, obviously. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm vetoing you. I say Ravens at two. Jet, Chiefs at three. Jags at four. Don't hate it. I mean, they were on a bye. They didn't lose, so why yeah. not? Another team on a bye, the Lions. Got them at five. I can live with it. Okay. Uh, again, they're on a bye. You can't kill them. Dolphins at six? No, absolutely not. The Dolphins we- are frauds. <laughs> All right. San Fran at six. Nope, not buying that one. They're also frauds. Cincinnati at six. There we go. Ding All ding. Right. Okay. Listen, Joe Burrow told us this, and they've made a comeback. Started. They're coming back. Joe Burrow said, "You expect the offense to start slow when the quarterback misses all of training camp." Mm. And we all overreact to panic. And you know what? I'm not even going to get on about the offense. This defense looks good, man. That this defense looks real good. If Joe Burrow can get it together, which he looks like he can do it, the Bengals look like. I mean, it's wild to say, but they look like the third best team in the AFC. <laughs> yeah, they've come a long way. So who do we got? So we got Miami, San Fran, Dallas, and Cleveland, I would say, in that jumble. Yeesh. Uh, Maybe. You know what? I'll, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to left field. Cleveland's defense looks really – looks literally the like the best in the league. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson's now healthy. Yeah, but they're healthy. Their quarterback's healthy. They lost a lot of games with their backup quarterback. So Cincinnati and then Cleveland. Then the um, – Dolphins? Um, no, the Niners, then Dolphins. Or do we do Browns, then Dallas, then Dolphins, no. then Niners? Fuck no. <laughs> If anything, I saw the I saw the Cowboys play. I, I think they suck more than I originally thought. I mean, I don't think they sucked. I think the Eagles they I think the Eagles just made their defense human 
And I mean, Prescott played pretty well. I didn't turn the ball over. Just made that yeah. one bad play. Yeah, but you know what? All right. How about though. San Fran at eight, Dallas at nine, Miami at 10? Because there's really no other teams that deserve to be in this top 10. I can live with it. I really think Miami does not play well against good teams. They haven't beaten a good team yet. Exactly. All right. Moving on to our game picks to round out this episode. Um, last week, uh, where was it? I just had it up. Last week, once again, remaining on top, I went 10 and four. Tim, you went nine and five. And then our guest, mm. Kevin, who knows about uh, an inchworm amount of football, but he wanted to test his knowledge, went nine and five. So, congrats. You are on the uh, someone who just picked names out of a hat level. What does that t- tell you about me? <laughs> All right. Starting off with Thursday night, we got a fucking game of the week century right here. Panthers at the Browns. <laughs> like surely, I mean, I know Amazon just like has a buttload of money, but surely. Oh, excuse me. Panthers up- at the Panthers at the Bears. Uh, I don't know if I said that correctly. That's even worse. <laughs> Uh, oh my yeah 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 uh uh, uh taking, you know what i'm taking the bears i'll take the panthers uh okay. whatever huh this is all right well i mean it's a cute matchup it's got a cute storyline you know they traded first round picks dj more revenge game i guess I, sure i don't i don't, uh, I don't know uh, whatever i don't know i don't know go on all right um sunday morning game 9 30 not sure what that's being played but colts at the patriots or with against the patriots i don't know oh you know what? Minshew Mania is going to a foreign country. That guy is going to be slaying all of Germany. <laughs> Let's go, Minshew. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking Colts. Browns at the Ravens. I'm taking Cleveland. I am oh, right no. with the Browns. Baltimore. No, no. This is going to be a defensive shootout. That's my episode. Not buying. I'm, I'm booked not, already. Not buying Watson. Give me Lamar Jackson. Packers versus Steelers. I'm going to take Steelers. Yeesh. This is the most yeesh game I've seen. Uh, I'll I'll ride the Packers momentum. Give me the Packers. 49ers at the Jags. Oh, man. The Niners could get – there's no way they lose a four straight. I love the Jaguars, but I got to think the Niners get it together. I think Purdy's a fraud. I could definitely see him losing four straight against good teams. Give me the Jags. All right. Go Jags. Uh, Saints at the Vikings. I'm riding Josh Dobbs. Go Vikes. It's cool. No, Saints defense is too good. The Josh Dobbs story has been fun, but I think the Saints pulled this one out. Texans at the Bengals. Nah, since he's hot. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know what. Yeah, no. Tex or Titans at the Bucks. The Titans look miserable. I'm gonna take the Bucks because they've been playing kind of well. Texans at the Bucks. Titans at the Bucks. Titans at the Bucks. Uh, this is the most yeesh game too. This this week is the most average thing I've ever seen. Uh, give me the Titans. I think Will Levis and his Mayo Coffee gets a win here. Yuck. Uh, Lions at the Chargers. Oh, Lions all day. I'm taking the Chargers the Lions as well. Chargers stink. They they play the they play the Jets sure, but they they stink. Uh, Falcons at the Cardinals. I'm taking the. Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray comeback game. 
Time's ticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll buy in the Kyler Murray comeback game. I really don't want to buy into that. Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys come get off a uh, the, the W and get or get off the loss, get a W. Oh, the Giants just got ruined by the Raiders who fired their coach and their quarterback just tore his ACL. I'm not picking them to yeah. be anyone. So we'll go with the Cowboys. And uh wait, hold on. Quote them. Get right game for the Cowboys. Okay. Commanders at Seahawks. I'm taking Seattle. Yeah, this is a get right game for Seattle as well. Jets at the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm going to take the really Jets. Think, oh, my God. Okay. The Jet. Listen, you, you see that Jets defense play? Very dominant. They can't then, score points for any, you know, for shit. But final game, Broncos at the Bills. I'll take the Bills. Yeah, that smells like a get-right game, too. They need it. All right. That is a wrap uh, on this week. And uh, Eagles got to buy. So, everybody, you can relax this weekend. Oh, God, we need it. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you again for listening to the Post Fades and Cheesesteak Sports Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on all your major platforms. Follow us on YouTube. Follow the show on Spotify and Apple. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Have a great day and tune in next week.